Do your kids want more Mystery Kids episodes? Are you sick of the same ones playing every single day? Well, we have the perfect place for you. Head over to become a Patreon today. For $5 a month, you'll get two more bonus episodes, plus episodes that are already in Patreon. Episodes like The Deepest Hole on Earth, The Great Emu War in Australia of 1932, The Bombing of Hawaii's Volcano, The Dancing Plague, The Ohio Grassman, and some animal fact episodes about the pangolin, the ai, the axolotl, and the taipan, plus much, much more. This makes a wonderful birthday present for your kids and gives you way more to talk about as a family, which is the whole point of the Mystery Kids podcast. So for $5 a month, you can get two more bonus episodes plus all the past episodes. To become a patron, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Mystery Kids Pod and sign up today. Thank you so much for your support. Today, I will tell you the story of a strange animal that's a cross between a tiger, a wolf, a marsupial with extremely powerful jaws. Welcome to Mystery Kitch Podcast. For today's episode, you might want to check out our website, themysterykidspodcast.com. On our website, we will have videos and photographs so you can get a better idea of what you are about to hear. To start this episode, you need to know a little bit about Tasmania. Tasmania is at the very, very, very bottom of Australia. It's a very large island. It's the 26th largest island on the earth, and it is considered part of the country of Australia. Some facts about Tasmania. It has the cleanest air in the world. The 20% of the island are remote areas. It has the oldest tree in the world, and many of the much of the island is rainforest and extremely dense or super thick. So back in the 1600, the British colonized Tasmania, which means they came to Tasmania and kind of took control over the people that currently lived there, known as the uh, Aboriginals. So they kind of took over the area and decided that they wanted to use Tasmania for sheep farming. Um, during that time, wool was a heavenly prized commodity. They were all looking for wool, for their strange wigs, for their clothing, and it was itchy. But that is the textile that they had during that time. So they move into Tasmania and began sheep farming in, all across in different parts of Tasmania. And they began to see this extremely rare creature that they would eventually name the Tasmanian tiger. Are you ready for this strange animal? This animal is unlike anything I can even explain. So that's why you need to check out the website and see pictures because it seems like I'm making up this animal. It seems like it's a fiction. It's all made up. There's nothing real about it. But guess what? This was a real animal. We have video footage of this animal. So let me describe this animal a bit for you. So this animal was about the size of a wolf. It had short hair, stripes on its back and on its tail. That's where it got the name tiger, but it was not like a tiger. So it had the head like a wolf. 
and it had much behavior like a wolf. Um, it actually had a family unit that is very similar to wolf families. Its tail actually went straight out like a kangaroo's does. And it had the pouch of a kangaroo. And both male and female Tasmanian tigers had this pouch. It did not have webbed feet. So most dogs um, have these webs in between their toes um, to help them in the water. It didn't have webbed feet, but it had wide paws that would help it to hop like a kangaroo. So it could hop or it could run like a dog. Also, its jaw can open wider than any carnivore. So imagine this jaw that opens extremely wide. The only a snake can open its jaw wider. And let's remember what carnivore means. Carnivore means eating meat. So it opens its jaw wider than any other creature out there that eats meat. Just create. I mean, can you imagine this creature in your head? And I, I want you to take a minute to imagine this creature in your head and what you think it looks like before you check out a picture, because it is an extremely strange creature. So this strange creature, they ended up naming thylocene, which means the pouch thing with a dog head. The pouch thing with a dog head. How strange of a name can that get? So during this time, they would see this rare creature known, which they called the Tasmanian tiger because it had stripes along its back. Even though it had some tendencies like a wolf, it kind of behaved a little bit like a kangaroo. It was just an, it was such a strange animal. So their sheep began to disappear. And since this was an important part of them being able to make money to send it back to Britain, they started to panic and they started to worry. And so they began to blame the Tasmanian tiger on their sheep disappearing. When in fact, it was probably not the Tasmanian tiger in the first place. It was probably a wild dogs. So when the British actually came and colonized, they brought dogs with them and the dogs, they, they kind of let, let free. And so these wild dogs were known for attacking, um, farm animals during that time. So, but they, they didn't want to believe that it was the thing that they had brought to the Island. They wanted it to be this strange creature, the Tasmanian tiger. So they began to tell everyone stories about the Tasmanian tiger and make up what seems to be just crazy stories already about this strange creature. So they made up a story about the Tasmanian tiger. They said that the Tasmanian tiger was like a blood sucking vampire. Okay. They wanted to create fear in the people so that they would help get rid of the problem. Okay. There, that was their solution. And they figured the problem was that their sheep was disappearing because of the Tasmanian tiger. So they made up this story about the Tasmanian tiger being a blood sucking vampire. So they began to create fear in the minds of the people. They said, that these uh, these Tasmanian tigers, they would have this thing called the marsupial carnivore 
threat yawn. Okay, marsupial carnivore threat yawn. So what happens is when a marsupial that's a carnivore, so like possums act this way, um, when they feel threatened, they do this yawn. So they open their mouth really, really wide and they make almost this like hiss sound. like So it kind of sounds like this, like they open their mouth really, really wide. Mind you, the the Tasmanian tiger has the biggest, widest mouth. And then they make like a hiss sound. So that's pretty terrifying, right? So they make this strange noise. Could you imagine like going out and looking at your farm or whatever? And you see this weird creature that makes a hiss sound at you. It would, it would be pretty terrifying, right? So what they would also do is when they were going to eat, they actually start by eating at the neck and they bite into the neck. So that's another reason they started to call it a vampire. But there were some holes in the theory with it being tigers, with it being the Tasmanian tiger, because Tasmanian tigers were mostly nocturnal. They were already rare when the people got there. So they weren't seen often and many sheep were being taken. So there were some holes in this. And most of their food at the time was kangaroos and wallabies, which are basically a smaller version of a kangaroo. But there was enough hated that hatred happening for these animals. So many people were outraged and furious and how dare these strange, weird, blood-sucking vampires start taking over their land. So in 1830 became the first bounty, which means that there was a reward for each tiger killed. So each tiger that was found and brought to them, they would get paid for. So that was the first bounty that happened in 1830. For the next 100 years, between the bounties that happened that people would collect reward for killing tigers, habit lost from more British moving in and settling in the area, and diseases that were brought by other animals that were not belonging in that area and were introduced to the population, they were rarely, if ever, seen. They already, for 50 years, were seen as endangered because they were not seen regularly. So in 1936, finally, they put them under protection. There was protection for these Tasmanian tigers so they would not get killed anymore. There was no more bounties allowed. Everything was laid out. There was a reserve made called Maria Islands that was specifically for Tasmanian tigers. But there was a problem. There was only one tiger left that was known in existence at the time. Its name was Benjamin. And Benjamin sadly died three months after this protection was made for all Tasmanian tigers. It was living at the Hobart Zoo at the time in Tasmania, and it was the last known thylacine. We haven't seen one since. They were now known as an extinct animal, which means that they are not found anymore. And September 7th is known as National Thylacine Day in Australia. For an animal to be known as extinct, it means that there cannot be reliable evidence for 50 years. So for 50 years, that means that there's no reliable evidence of the thylacine existing. 
but there have been more than 7,000 documented sightings of the Tasmanian tiger. And most of them were actually not on Tasmania as the islands, but on the mainland of Australia. In 1937, back the year after they were put on protection and the last tiger died, they actually went and started sending out search parties to see if they could find any more of the Tasmanian tigers. They didn't find any more, but they did find footprints that they actually took a mold of and they are now in a museum. So they found footprints after the last known tiger had already died a year after the last known tiger had died. So there's that evidence that they might still exist. And in 1980, there was a busload of tourists who all saw what looked like the Tasmanian tiger in daylight. And there are still more photos being taken. We have photos on the website of people claiming that they have seen a Tasmanian tiger. So even though these animals are known to be extinct, they are labeled as extinct, that they will never come back like how the dinosaurs are extinct. That's where the Tasmanian tigers are. But they are still being seen today. Porter's ponderings on this episode of the Tasmanian tiger or the thylacine. Do you think that there are still Tasmanian tigers alive today? Would you like to see a real life Tasmanian tiger? Thank you so much for joining us for this Mystery Kid episode. If you would like more information, please check out our website at themysterykidspodcast.com. We can also be checked out on Instagram at the Mystery Kids Podcast, as well as Facebook at the Mystery Kids Podcast. We can't wait to hear more from you. And please let us know how much you're liking this podcast by rating it and liking and sharing with others. More kids need to become a mystery kid with us. Next week's episode, we will dive into the mystery of the missing lighthouse keepers. Thanks for listening.